Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. How y'all doing this morning? That was Dr. Judith Christie McAllister, like the dew in the morning. Um, Rest. (laughs) That scripture is so powerful. Like the dew in the morning, just rest. Simply rest, take your rest. Um, A lot of times we don't understand rest. And so we get consumed in working and moving and grooving. I um, this year started studying what it was like to enter God's rest, how important the Sabbath was. And I learned without a doubt, rest is important because rest shows or demonstrates that we trust God, welcome back. It's Monday morning. It's Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. And oh man, I'm, I hope you got your coffee. I didn't change my mic head this morning because I was coming in here a little bit late. Hope you got your coffee. Hope you're ready for this conversation this morning because it's going to get a little deep this morning. Um, told you guys we've been studying different things on finance, financial privileges. Uh, um, things that the kingdom says. We got into Philippians 2.16 on hold. And that scripture was um, so backed up with so many truths, this one little bit of scripture. So much reference was given to it. We still kind of holding on to what Paul says, hold on to the word of life. But we're going to get into some other things today. I want to talk to you a little bit about Luke 6 and 38 and what all it means, because we hear it all the time and all the time in reference to finances, like we hear it all the time in reference to finances, but there is so much more wealth in Luke 6.38, and I think you have to understand it in all the context of what God is saying, because if you do not understand it in all the context of what God is saying, when an enemy is trying to get you shaky about giving, shaking about finances, um, it'll, it'll make you uh, run right away from what God is telling you to do for the kingdom, not for any particular just ministry or anything else, for the kingdom. Early bird today, look, you normally, oh. We have, um, Angela, we practice something called daylight savings time. So that may be why it's early to you there. We're on something called daylight savings time here in the United States. And so our clocks reverse. And our clocks moved up an hour. So where it changes, it's changed, not changed for you there. We're still on the same time here. I was like, what is this? Oh, what I get that? So I get it. So um, do me a favor. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations um, with Lakeisha. Uh, Go share the video with somebody right now. Put it in someone's hands. And let's get into kingdom principles and talk about financing. I think without a doubt, you know, I'm going to teach you kingdom. That's what the Lord has shown me. That's what this ministry is about for you to understand the kingdom. Um, we don't preach uh, 
Jesus preached the kingdom. He didn't preach just salvation. He preached the kingdom. Salvation led to all things. Hey, Andre. And so we're gonna we're gonna chew on this and stew on some things this week so that it helps us to be smarter financially, helps us to understand God's grace towards certain things. And so we can't, so that we're not deceived and God is not mocked. <laughs> and so that you are steadfast in what you believe and understand why, why to give, why to tithe. I don't know that I'm really going to get into tithe. I don't like talking about the tithe because that for me is a no brainer. The tithe was before the law. Um, the tithe is not optional. The tithe has nothing to do with your time. People will say, well, I'm going to tithe my time. Now you need to tithe your money. Oh, uh, and you should understand that the tithe was in the beginning, Abraham tithe and everything else. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time. If you, you love God, you say you understand kingdom, you say you understand your word, tithing shouldn't be a conversation I even have to have with you. I, I'm just being real. Tithing shouldn't be a conversation I have to have with you about your tithes when you say you love God the way that you do. Tithing has nothing to do with people. Tithing has nothing to do with your church. Tithing has nothing to do, but you need to pay your tithes. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on talking to you about your tithes, but I want to help you understand kingdom currency and giving and wherever the Holy Spirit leads us this week. And I just know this morning, he told me to get up and talk to you about Luke 638. So let's pray. Uh, no, that is real talk, Melissa. The, I'm not, I just, I'm not, I just don't feel like I'm going to spend a whole bunch of time talking to somebody about tithing because that should be a no brainer. That, that shouldn't be even questionable. That should be, and, and, and the enemy will have you justifying why you don't tithe. You need to tithe. Even if you're not a body, a member of a body, a local church, tithe, find a ministry that you trust and pay your tithes, <laughs> pay your tithes, pay your tithes, Jake, pay your tithes. The tithe isn't some church or your pastor trying to dupe you or trick you. The tithe is covenant. And the tithe is what sets your money aside and makes the rest of your money holy. That's how I look at it. The tithe is how the church takes care of the poor. The tithe supports the gospel. It's just not, I don't know, it's just not a no-brainer. And so people who usually want to argue about tithing uh, or you don't got a tithe or whatever, I, it just gets complex. Because I also know that the, the scripture tells us not to store treasures here on this earth and not to be in love with your money. You feel me? So you got you to gotta look at this from a different perspective. So let's pray and get started. But we ain't having a whole bunch of conversation about your tithe. You need to pay your tithe. <laughs> you need to pay your tithe, period. You need to pay your tithe. And once something has been illuminated, allow the Holy Spirit to, quick you, qu to quicken you and don't be justifying why you don't pay your tithes. The enemy will have you justify anything. Uh, go into a New Testament in Ananias and Sapphias, what happened with them financially when they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And the Lord dealt with them quickly. And that was New Testament. So the Lord has to be serious about our kingdom finances and what we do with our money. I don't know. It's just, this is, this is what we're going to lead into today. We're going to be, we're going to do all things kingdom. We're going to do all things lawful kingdom. We're going to back everything up in scripture. We're going to understand what scripture means. We're going to live this thing out fully so that we can go get others saved and we can get, get other people delivered free and not religiously oppressed and not oppressed by this world system. Ready? Y'all ready to pray? Y'all ready to pray? Get in faith, get in agreement, and let's, the Holy, let's let the Holy Ghost go to work this morning. 
Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for teaching us how to rightly divide your word. We thank you, Father God, for just who and what you are. We thank you, Father God, for the good measure, press down, shake it together, that men or women will give unto our lap. We thank you, Father God, for giving us revelation of what your word says according to Luke 638 today and the other scriptures that you'll give to us. We thank you, Father God, that our ears are open to hear and to receive you, not according to our flesh, not according to ourselves, not according to our thoughts, but according to your truths and your principles and what your word says. We thank you, Lord God, that there is freedom in your word, that you came to set the captives free, Father God, so that we won't be bound and that we will be delivered and we will walk in freedom and freshness. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. And we thank you, Father God, for the freedom that comes to us in Christ Jesus, Lord God. Give us revelation of your word. Give us revelation knowledge, Lord God. Let us walk in revelation knowledge. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Now, Holy Spirit, go do what only you can do. Work through this thing, work in us. Lord God, give us ears to hear. We thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit lead this thing because he woke me up teaching to talk to me about this and had me researching and looking. And I want to give you a little historical background on Luke 6 to begin with. Um, Jesus is really coming to set order. Luke 5, he has just talked about um, the first disciples. He's done some healing. Um, he does some things where he's proving who he is as Jesus, as the Christ, as the only Christ. He's dealing with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and their religious orders. He's dispelling religious myth. He's doing away with it. He don't have time for it. Um, they've questioned whether or not he's supposed to heal on the Sabbath. And he said, I am the Lord of this. My God. He says, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. You need to know who I am. I am the Lord of the Sabbath. I rise above any of your little religious doctrines, stuff that you've written, culture. I am the Lord of the Sabbath. I'm bigger than this stuff that you're talking about. And so he goes on, he chooses the 12 apostles. Um, then he gets into the Beatitudes. We're in the book of Luke. It's in Matthew 5. He gets into the Beatitudes. He talks about who God blesses. He's telling you to love your enemies. Um, he's telling you not to judge, right? And then we get to the scripture that we see is used in the context of money all the time. We get this scripture that's used in the context of money all the time. And some people would tell you God wasn't talking about money, right? But when I studied this, we can't say that he wasn't talking about money. What God was trying to develop in us was an overflow mentality. It was an overflow mentality. What God was trying to say is if you give, you'll receive, period. Now, now I need to, I need clarity here though. I need to provide some clarity here because we are not just talking about finances and we can skip over to Galatians 6 and 7 where it says, whatever a man sold, Whatever a man or woman sows, they're going to reap. So we get into Luke 6, 38, and it says, giving you will receive, your gift will return to you in full measure, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, run on over and pour it into your lap. The amount you give, will, you will determine the amount you give back. Then get, God gave a further illustration. Can one blind person lead another? Won't they both fall into a ditch? Students are not greater than their teacher. And what he was sharing with them and saying to them is whatever religious things you built, built or thought or proceeded is not greater than what I'm showing you here now. 
I, it's not greater than what I'm showing you here now. And so he was simply saying to them, whatever you going to give, it's going to come back to you full measure, full press down, shake together, run it over. This is not just your finances. <laughs> this is this is not just your finances. And so I'm going to break this down in real plain terms this morning because for some reason we keep negating this. This is about your, this, your, and people will say, well, he wasn't talking about finances, but when you go into the King James version, it's just whatever you give. It says, whatever you give, whatever you give, you're going to reap this back. Whatever you're going to give, you're going to reap this back. You're going to get this back, whatever you give. So let's be cautious in this and understanding this. If you give judgment, you're going to reap judgment back. If you give judgment, you're going to reap judgment back. If you give love, you're going to give love back. If you give forgiveness, you're going to give back whatever. Go go and relate Galatians 6 and 7 to this. Whatever a man, whatever you give. I need you to hear this. Whatever you give, sowing and reaping, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. You're whatever you sow. I know, Melissa, that's what I said too. Whatever you sow. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Whatever, whatever you give, whatever you give, you give bad attitude, you give funkiness, you you give you give cheating, whatever you give, you're gonna reap. There's a lot of reciprocity in here, but that also includes your finances. And people will not will tell you it doesn't include your finances. And the Lord was dealing with me on this. He said it includes everything. Whatever you give, whatever you give, you're going to reap that same measure. You give time, you're going to give time back. You need to, you give time to people, you're going to reap time back from other people. You give finance, you sow love, you're going to get love back. Whatever you give, there's a lot of reciprocity there that you're going to give that back. Galatians 8.22 says, as long as, long as the earth endures, Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never end. <laughs> Period. That's what Genesis says. As long as the earth endures, as long as the earth here, seed time and harvest are a part of it. <laughs> seed time and harvest. So whatever you're going to get, you're going to measure and get that back. So if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. If you sow love sparingly, you're going to get love back sparingly. If you if you sow judgment liberally, you're going to get judgment back liberally. Luke 6:38, Jesus is speaking. This is very clear. He said, "Whatsoever, whatever you do, do not judge others." Cuz that's what he was talking about. Whatsoever you give, you're going to get that same measure back. You don't want nobody putting their mouth on you. Don't put your mouth on nobody else. You don't want nobody being critical of you. Don't be critical of nobody else. You don't want nobody judging you. Don't judge anybody else. You don't want nobody being mean to you. Don't be mean to anybody else. <laughs> you don't want nobody being sarcastic with you. Don't sow sarcasm in your house. You want your marriage to get better? Better Sow into it. And here's the thing that the Lord needs us to understand. It does not matter what someone else is doing. The law of reciprocity applies to you. If I invest my money and you invest my your money, my investments of my my return on my investments ain't got nothing to do with your return on your investments. 
So whatever I'm sowing, whatever I'm giving, whatever I'm doing, right? Whatever I'm doing, there's a law of reciprocity that is going to come back to me according to the word of God. Now, I don't care if it's, you can apply this to your finances. You can apply this to whatever you need to apply this to. There's a law of reciprocity here. There's law of reciprocity. So if you're going to give liberty, you're going to get back liberty. People don't want to live. and it's, So I tell people all the time, if you're struggling with something, right? If you're struggling with something and something is not adding up in your life, then what you have to see is what if I sold into the situation? If I'm sowing haughtiness into my kids, that's why the scripture, when it says Ephesians 6 and 1, children obey your parents. And then when you skip down, it says father's not provoked. If I'm sowing sarcasm into my kids, then guess what I'm going to read back? Sarcasm. If I'm sowing mistrust, I'm going to get mistrust back. If I'm sowing discord, I'm going to get discord back. Whatever. He said, whatever. Giving, you will receive your gift in return. Whatever you gift, whatever you're gifting, whatever you're giving is going to come back to you. Full measure, full in full measure, in full measure. There's no, there's no butt clause to this. This is whatsoever. And if you go back into the context of this whole Luke six, he was talking about not judging others. He was talking about how we're supposed to live. He was talking about him as Jesus is the final word and the final say so. Is the final word? Is the final say so? And so a lot of times we can't. Um, Thank you, Holy Spirit. We don't understand what's happening around us, but we've, we've sold it. You've sold it. You sold it out your mouth. You sold it in your actions. You sold it in your deeds. You put it out there in the atmosphere and you're getting a reciprocity of what you sold. When my attitude was bad, I got people with bad attitudes. When I mistreated people, I got mistreated. That's why you got to be careful with God's people and careful what you do and careful what you speak on and careful what you say. That's, that's why we're only supposed to be thinking on things that are pure, noble, lovely, trustworthy, good report. Those are the things that we're supposed to be thinking on because this word is real cautious and telling Jesus like, look, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, whatever you give, whatever you sow, whatever you do, you're going to reap this back. You're going to get this back. First John 4 and 2, 6 says, whoever says I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Somebody asked, can you sow isolation? I mean, yeah, you isolate yourself from everybody else. You can expect to be isolated. It just, I don't, I don't know why we don't understand. That's why I, that's why repentance is so important. Repenting is so and turning away from the behavior so that we understand a lot of what we reaping is what we sowing. <laughs> he said whatsoever. He didn't say condition. And people say, oh, he wasn't talking about money. He said whatsoever you sow. He said, whatsoever you sow. And I, there are other scriptures that talk about our giving financially and the harvest that we'll reach. reap. So whatever you sow, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. <laughs> if you sow liberally, you're going to reap liberally. If you, if you sow in money, you're going to get money back. You're going to get money back. You're going to get a harvest. You're going to get a rate. That's the kingdom rules. That's the kingdom principle.
and God should have the final say-so in all situations. I want to share with you this testimony of a young lady. Um, she is married, and her husband didn't necessarily believe in tithing, and she said she was really struggling with whether or not to tithe, and the Lord told her, you tithe off yours, and she told her husband, I'm going to tithe off my salary, and so she began to put kingdom principles in place. She started tithing off her salary. She took the word literally, right, on getting out of debt, so she started getting out of debt. She took the, she started saving because the Lord tells us to put money in our side storehouse. And she gave the testimony. She said, off my one income, our household began to change. I thought we were going to be able to get out of debt until this amount of time. She's already paid off two credit cards. Why? Because she took the word literal for what the word is. The word is very literal. The word is very literal. If we're going to live as Jesus did, if we're going to be effective on this earth, if we're going to live kingdom, then the word has to become very liberal. So if we're going to look at Luke 6 and 38, it doesn't just apply to finances. It applies to grace. It applies to mercy. It applies to love. If you don't want to reap something, don't sow it. Don't, don't, don't sow it. Don't sow it if you don't want to reap it. Don't talk about nobody if you don't want nobody talking about you. Don't 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 sow anything out your mouth that you don't want to reap. <laughs> don't sow anything into your atmosphere that you don't want to reap. If you're talking about you're tired of depression and you're tired of strife and you're tired of arguing and stop fighting, stop sowing things that you don't want to receive back because the word says you're going to get it back full measure, pressed down, shaking together. This is one of the things that has kept me from doing stuff. I ain't got no business. Cause I'm like, I don't want to read this later or I don't want my kids to read this. Don't, I don't, I don't want my kids to read this. So we so don't sow a bad attitude. Change, if you want to change, then this law, this is a kingdom law, this law of reciprocity. And we can get over to 2 Corinthians and in 6, when Paul starts breaking down our giving as well. But I'm starting today with Luke 6 and 38, and I'm saying to you, don't. Matthew 7, 15 and 20 says, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or fig figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. By your fruit, this is a, by your fruit, you're going to become known. So if you cantankerous, if you mean, if you selling, if you backbiting, if you're stealing, if you're thieving, whatever it is you're sowing, you're going to be known by that fruit. Why? Because that fruit is going to produce a harvest. The word is, I mean, it's, it's the word. The word is going to pr produce a harvest. We are here to be conduits to the kingdom. We are ambassadors. We are here to live out Christ, continues, continue Christ's journey, discipling people. We are not here to store up treasures on earth. But if you sow it, you're going to reap it. If you sow it, you're going to reap it. And I know some of y'all are like, my God, what have I sown? Go repent because the repent is the reset. <laughs> the repent is a reset. Go repent right now and reset this thing and ask the Lord to show you how to live kingdom. <laughs> and then let's get in this word and rightly divide this word with God. Everything, can I tell you something? 
Every you're supposed to be blessed. You're supposed to be prosperous. You're supposed to be in health. Those are guarantees. I've been the more I study the scripture, the more time I see financially. Yep, there are some things God promised to us this side of the earth, especially for those of us that leave and go preach the gospel for his sake. He said, you're going to get a hundredfold return on this side of the earth. We're supposed to take care of people to preach the gospel. We're supposed to take care of pastors. We're supposed to sow. We're supposed to tithe. Those things are in the word. Why? Because that's kingdom. Yeah, that's kingdom. So go on and repent for everything that you sown. That's not kingdom. That's not of God. And then ask the Holy Spirit to show you those things because some of you are on automation and you're sowing things that you don't even realize you sow. You're so negative. You're so hopeless. You're sowing all this stuff. You're sowing stuff into your kids. They're acting just like you. And then you frustrated for them acting like you, but they're acting like you. <laughs> they're acting. They're little bitty usses. They're acting just like you taught them. They're either they're lying. They're, they're acting just like you taught them. And so your harvest that's coming in is due to what you sown. You need to pluck up that seed, go on and repent, render that seed null and void, cancel that assignment of your seed, and then reap. But here's the thing. After you pluck up the seed, you have to replant new seed, change your behavior, and start doing different things so that you can start reaping a different harvest. It's not up for you just to rescind it and pluck it up. You also got to change your behavior and start doing super things. Why? Because he said, whatsoever a man reap, whatever you sow, you're going to get. Whatever you sow, you're going to get. That's why you need the partnership of the Holy Spirit. That's why you need to understand the word of God, the context which is written, but also what God is saying. If you're a giver, it's coming back to you. It's coming back to you. It's going to come back to you, right? And then we're going to talk about this week, how you're supposed to give, who you're supposed to give to, the fact that you're not supposed to give and people know it. There are things this ministry does and I do in my life, I'm not going to ever publicize because the Lord told me to give in secret. The Lord told us to give this ministry to give. It's not because our finance, the, the Lord told us to take, I'm holy, so I have to make sure I'm careful of the Holy Spirit. Lord told us some things to do in this ministry that we do, but you might not ever see it publicized. And the reason that you're not going to see it publicized is because the Lord tells us to give in secret. <laughs> Are you going to, or that what you did is what you're going to reap. That's what the scripture says, that when I give it boastfully, that what I did, I'm going to reap. That's why I'm not going to brag. That's why I'm like people knowing what I'm giving. That's why I try to slide. That's why I try to get in your DM or, or, or cash app you. I don't want you to know I give. I ain't supposed, I ain't supposed, it's supposed to be an anonymous give because it's not supposed to be the giving so that I can get glory. The giving is supposed to. Now, if you want to acknowledge my giving, that's good. If you want to acknowledge someone bless you, that's good. But for the most part, I'm not supposed to. And people are like, well, what about my nonprofit organization? What about the things we do? It's fine. But you got to you gotta look at your motive behind and whatever you say and whatever you're doing. But you're not supposed to be bragging and busting on how you blessed a thousand people. Mm-mm. That that's not, that's not, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
You got to know what the word says about this stuff. And we're going to learn to rightly give this week so that we can reap the harvest that we want to receive. Don't you want, you should be reaping a harvest of everything you're sowing, but that's also good and bad. So if you've been sowing wrong, you've been talking about people, you've been mistreating people, you've been all, I repeat, I'm, I told the, I told the Holy Spirit, you, you snap my lips shut. If I ever feel like I need to speak on somebody else, because that is not on me, that is between them and God. I need to get an intercession. If I know that it's wrong, now let me tell you this. It does not mean that there's not people we're not accountable to. It does not mean that if something doesn't line up with the word of God, that we should not be addressing it. Does not mean that we should be addressing it. We should be addressing it. We should go to that person privately privately and address and say, hey, but after much prayer, after consideration, and after talking to the Holy Spirit and asking him if it's okay. So I hope that helps you with Luke 6 and 38, because it's some meat in there. And it says whatsoever, and don't let nobody tell you that that don't mean money, but it does mean absolutely everything that you sowing, you're going to get measured. And when it says heat, it's a measurement of what you can carry. So if you don't want to receive it, don't sow it. Yep, Melissa, after prayer and permission. After prayer, God ain't got you know, tell it like it is, minister. After prayer and permission. I needed it too, Ev. I needed it too. It checked me on some areas. I don't want to, if I don't want to receive it, I'm not sowing it. I'm not going to sow it. If I don't want to receive it, I'm not getting ready to sow it. And the reason is because I don't want to receive it because the kingdom principles are exact. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap sparingly, going to reap sparingly. Is there some grace and mercy available? There is grace and mercy available. But in all reality, please know that. Let me pray for you and we're going to get out of here. Father God, first of all, we just repent, Lord. Forgive us for sowing wrong seeds, for not understanding what your word means when it comes to the principles of sowing and reaping, not understanding the seeds we plant. Father, please forgive us. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you show us, that you guide us, that you allow us to see the measure of how you want us to give, what kingdom currency is, what kingdom finances is, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that this oppressed spirit of religiosity be removed from your people right now in Jesus' name. And Lord God, that they learn the relationship of you and they learn the relationship of kingdom and they understand kingdom principles, not according to religion, not according to this world system, but according to what's evident in the word. We thank you, Father God, for teaching us right principles and right giving and right sowing and that we will not withhold any good thing from anyone or for the kingdom because you don't withhold any good thing from us. Lord God, this week, give us clarity on our giving, where we're supposed to sow, how we're supposed to minister to others around us. Let us plant good seeds so that we can reap good seeds. Let us have wisdom. Let us have knowledge. Let us have understanding. Holy Spirit, guide your people. I cancel the assignment of the enemy off their ears that's been lying to them about their giving. Give them revelation in the word this week. Revelation in the word. Conviction of the Holy Spirit of how to sow, when to sow, and where to sow. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. I love y'all so much. <laughs> I love y'all. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. Y'all go be loved today. Get clarity, get wisdom. Chew on this today. Ask the Holy Spirit to rush up from the table to minister to you, to show you the areas of where you've been out of alignment and sowing and reaping so that you can reap the harvest that's due to you, a good harvest. Because if your soul is prospering, you should be prospering. Now do me a favor, go be loved today. Why? Because it's kingdom, baby. See you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.